This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Big Dell relieved as Darren Lockyer's new hairline is the first one that he doesn't have to take the rap for. Dragons vs Broncos becomes the most viewed video on Pornhub as viewers flock to watch a fat-ass MILF get fucked repeatedly. Kevin Proctor is so rehabilitated he now performs body cavity searches in every tackle. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round two of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 278 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. As always, welcome to new listeners. Thanks for stopping by. And of course, welcome to the old listeners and of course the members of the greatest community in the history of fucking rugby league tour nation. What's happening, man? Mate, I'm still on a fucking high after that round of football. Minnow's week or something. As a, as a total round? Yeah. That had a little bit of everything for everyone. I suppose. What was good, it was good that in the teams that traditionally have got nothing to play for already. Yeah. Have given their fans one extra week or well, one, one additional week to the usual, you know what I mean? Like of, yeah. Of hope. Exactly. They don't have to start fucking tanking until... Well, you know, we, we said last week, that this year, there yep. was a lot of big movements. There's a lot of new combinations. There's a lot of yes. new sides getting out there yep. so I think there was less of well however it finished last year just continues into, yeah. into this one with a few tweaks yep. Yep. Um, fuck even Bulldogs fans got hope for a second man we'll get in that game when we start getting into the games but yeah they, they, they actually looked okay for a little while yeah for a minute yeah it yeah. ended up being hope solo but yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> but well you know We'll get it. We'll talk more about it when we get into it. What a fucking round. Footy's back. It's back. That's one thing I can say about it. It is actually back. (laughs) (laughs) And I can also say it will it will continue and it will it will continue to be back this week. It will. (laughs) Um as we're doing moving stuff up in the order for people who weren't around last week. The news first, I don't have anything any news that I really want to talk about. Just a couple of little bits and pieces, but um the Proctor on uh, on Jordan Rapana, uh, the, the squirrel the squirrel grip. Depending on which which photograph you saw of it, I mean, if you're watching it, you know, and you see the other, the, the angle for the the Proctor angle, then yeah, he's he's going to grab on the on the jewels. Yeah, he's trying he's he's trying to he's trying to um, yeah, honey badger the yeah. the lion's nuts off. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you look at it from the back view, and it looked like a fucking well, it looks like a video I posted on my timeline. I was, was going to say it looked like an outtake from <laughs> an outtake from from the the, uh, the 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 listeners who aren't on Twitter don't don't have a clue about the video. No, we we just have to say the video. Please don't join Twitter. No. <laughs> I strongly advise you don't join Twitter. Well, if you join Twitter, but you know, follow fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Don't follow Stepdad <laughs> because because Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't going to send you send you a fucking video of a, a dude like with a full fucking arm well, twi- fisting up another guy. They're both black holes. <laughs> Experts in the black hole. Is, yeah. Are you sitting here and telling me that you can commentate on the quality of black holes? <laughs> 
<sighs> Science is absolute. Well, that's, um, well, now now you need to actually get him talking about yeah, the theoretical <laughs> black hole science and overlay over the top of that. <laughs> Just to add another layer. Maybe wherever Kevin Proctor's fist was, was an yes. alternate universe where the Raiders are good. Maybe. The first thing, these, they went to school together. So, I mean, of course, there's the New Zealand teammates, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Okay. They actually went to school together. Yeesh. The thing that amazes me, like, I mean, you see grub acts on the field all the time. Yes. Um, you know, some, some years more often than others and yes. whatever, and the severity varies, obviously, on a scale of, you know, hop it or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but you'd think if you're going to go the grub, the, grub I mean, the, the dude you know the best. Yeah. And, 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 and potentially have, like, you know, some level of relationship or friendship with outside of the game, you know, pretty... Who was it a couple of years ago that gave some? Was it Willie Mason that gave someone just a pat on the crotch? I don't remember, but it sound it, it really does sound like Willie. There was there was something around yeah, that that he gave yeah. him like a pat on the crotch. Yeah, and the player didn't make any complaint about it, yeah. but it was seen to be inappropriate. Yeah. It, the thing is, they, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. And with social media the way it is, all something has to do is look fucking amusing. I mean, look at Manly's fucking fullback. Really, freeze frame any fucking moment of his life, and the cunt looks like he's in labour. Like anything like that is going to yeah. be not only captured on television, but is going to be posted and tweeted, fucking it's, it's ad nauseum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you think you can get away with it. It's not. It's yeah. It's it's not like school. No, where you fucking do whatever you want, to, you know, and, and try and get a reaction, and you know, get him to throw punches, draw a penalty, whatever. That's it. No one gives a fuck. No one's watching. Just the, just the players on the field. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, with the, so many camera angles, and even if the camera, even if the commentators or whatever don't pick it up, there's always some fucking person who'll be like, "Did that? Did he just what? Did, did that just?" You know, and then, yeah. then they'll get their IQ and they'll fucking wind it back frame by frame. And yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Just that stupid. So he didn't get a, a any suspension or official sanction. He just got the uh, the the letter of uh, official warning. For doing um, wrong. Which I don't feel that you should have to get. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't grab other blokes on the scrot. Yeah. In a game of footy. Exactly. It hurts. Maybe they could start an educational program where Peter Wallace goes around, you know, telling telling guys how fucked it is having one ball, <laughs> and <laughs> and the dangers of the dangers of losing a ball, and yeah, you know, the dangers of you know like you know, tomfoolery around the the testicular region. <laughs> I picked my youngest up from kindy today. Okay. And they were singing that Morris the Camel song. What's a Morris? I don't know what Morris the Camel song. Morris the Camel has one. Okay. Um, all right. So now all I've got in my hair is Wallace the Hooker has one nut. Uh, Rapana the winger had two nuts. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. sorry, none. none. <laughs> uh, you said when I asked you earlier today, you said something you want to say something about the new play the ball. Yeah, there was some big talk about the um, the new interpretation of the rule, the play yeah. the ball, and there were a couple of penalties dispersed. There were a couple of result. penalties dispersed. Um, some, in my opinion, were kind of harsh. I don't remember what game it was. It was one of the later ones in the weekend. 
I thought, fuck, I mean, he looked, he didn't, was it the East game? I don't know. Yeah. I, it might have been the East game, but it, like, it, I was, there was someone, and it might have been Ferguson, so fuck him, but I thought, when it happened, I thought to myself, well, fuck, I, I mean, he de- he definitely made an attempt. I mean, he looked like he tried. I mean, it wasn't like one of these ones they're trying to stomp out. Yeah. I mean, he he wasn't just like tunnel balling. I mean, he looked like he tried yeah. and he just missed. But my thing is, the fuck-up is where they put another rule in the NRL that has the word attempt. Because yeah. the referee it's the, is it's making... subjectivity. Exactly. And, yeah. I, you know, if they want to change the rules, I've got no fucking problems. Yeah. That if after a tackle, you've got to get up, spin Touch around... it with your foot or you know, fucking, you know... Do whatever it. the fuck they want, but make it concrete. Because, you, you know, know what? They don't, they, they don't want players, you know, like planning the ball and using the ball to, you know... Prop and cl- and you know post yep. and climb up with to get up and and like so okay so they they scratch that out that's fine you know what don't play the ball if a guy's hanging all over you yep we'll penalise him yep don't you play the ball until you can actually execute a you know what I mean? like play the ball yeah and touch it with your foot yeah. all that shit exactly it you know did the ball touch the foot yes no mm-hmm. and this goes back to the fact that we've got all of this fucking wonderful technology why can't there be somebody reviewing the fucking games as there is all the time, and then just whisper in the microphone, pull back to play the ball. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Um, Penalise the marker. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and, and the, the ones that, the penalties infuriated me much more, not infuriated me, fucking annoyed me. I saw a lot of it in the Manly game, a lot of it in the East game as well, just another example. As There's so many, like it just seemed like it was just teams getting fucking piggybacked out, like constantly, and like the Tigers, every fucking time they go up to 20, penalty, get downfield again, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's obviously a share of, uh, you know, like discipline and, you know, blah, blah, blah at this, at this time yeah. of year. Yeah. But fucking hell, man. Like, some of the games were so, the flow was so so ruined by just like, it's just like, yeah. it just felt like those penalties being blown. Yeah, True. Every set. The, the other thing is, though, you look at the good teams, you know, you look at the Melbourne Storm and they, they get in very early and they establish what the referee's threshold is everyone takes the piss out of Cameron Smith for doing it but it's not only him that team is incredibly well drilled yeah on how to gauge what a referee will allow early in the game and they'll play to it but uh, yeah. the other thing I was happy with was there, there were a lot of loose carries this round that yes. were called as loose carries yep which previously would have been called strip mm-hmm. yep so I think that's a positive direction as well yeah. from the referee standpoint. Look, overall, I thought it was you know I thought I thought it was fine. It wasn't there. Well, I think there was a lot to complain about, to be honest. Um, no, I'm, I can't think of any one incident where I th- where, where you know I'd, I'd want to blow up about it. But um, yeah, there are a couple of recurring things that we that we've they still can't quite seem to get right over the over the seasons. Like you know uh, there was yeah, you know there's some strips that were strips, but you know because they were sort of they're sort of leaning more to the other way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They kind of missed a few. Um, they get me started on fucking charging down field goals and offside, offside and field goal shots of being lined up. But um, they're never gonna. That's that. That's a problem that's never gonna be solved. Be, solved because what's going to happen is if they ever solve the problem of offside play in those situations, then what you're going to do is you're going to get this fucking massive sequence of games one by a penalty goal right in front yeah, exactly. <laughs> from 30 metres out. Yeah. And that, that doesn't that doesn't work for what no. they want, so that's no. not going to happen. Um, you also mentioned something about Reynolds being a biscuit. It's tough. 
I mean, there was a time there where this is a, 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 which Reynolds because they're both. I mean, both Reynolds. Probably we've got, then we've got Josh who's hasn't he's failed to make his debut for the the Tick Pies because he's out I, for four to five weeks. I think that was yeah that that was yeah. more just carrying a niggle from from preseason. Yeah, but um, you know, if you look at round one last, you know, you had Inglis in the casualty war. There were some pretty yep. big. Yep, occasions, but um, this year not so much. I mean, we had Katoa had the the both broken faces, jaw or whatever. yeah, both faces. Reynolds yeah. broke, busted yeah. his jaw too. Yeah. So, and um, and that's one, and that's one that Reynolds one is like, like he's had fucking hell. That guy's got some bad luck. Yeah, it's not even like injury prone, like because it's not like he's blew out a knee or something again. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, this is it's it's just one of those ones. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, like, um, just unlucky, and. uh the night's already with reports of uh, players out and about in town, and um, players named were uh, Pierce and uh, Two Dads. Uh, I, I couldn't really ascertain from the article whether it was an incident together, an incident with each other, at against each other, or, the same, or if it was just incidents out. Like they know two guys that had incidents that were kind of not enough to not enough to breach any sort of player conduct policies. But here's the thing. If there is a video of you trying to fuck a dog, yes, and then trying to pass a lesbian, yes, even after she's told you that she doesn't like men three times, yes, when you are in a pub, somebody's going to call you a dog fucker. Mm-hmm. Somebody may go so far as to get one of those plastic fucking donation dogs that they keep in some places. It simulates sexual acts. Exactly. It didn't go any further. I, I was fairly happy with how the Knights came out and said it. They came out and said that the boys are entitled to have social lives. However, they need to remember that they're role models and act accordingly. Oh, like, oh, like who was it? Was it the was it the um, the CEO that was that that was uh, quoted in the article as saying, "Look, I just told them that my network of people I know in Newcastle is such yes that, <laughs> that I will know if something happens, I will know about it before you get home." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so apparently they all uh, self-reported, so... Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I know the brothers did. The, the Saifidi brothers yeah. um, had a dust-up at home, I think. And uh, and they're like, you know... And he's like, well, what, what brothers don't punch on at home? I don't know. I don't really remember punching on my brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it depends know. on the looseness and... I guess how much, how much of a cunt your brother is, I suppose. This would probably be a good brother. segue into that. To you. That's, you remember that story I told you in the off-season? I rang up and told you? Oh, I'm, you fucking... I remember one story, but I don't think I can't relate it to this. So it was Newcastle-based. Yeah. Um, this is on some pretty good authority yeah. that there was a famous player from Newcastle. Got a phone call from a famous AFL player. Notorious substance problem who, abusing. Yes, that's correct. May have, may have actually ended his career. That was so um, substantial. Won't name names. So And yes, I do remember that gets, story. I just couldn't relate it to the brothers thing. I'm like, where's that come from? Get, oh, it's in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, gets a phone call from said AFL player on Christmas night. <laughs> Says, I'm in Newcastle, I'm coming round. <laughs> so, NRL player starts freaking out. He's at the family home with his brother and the rest of their family and you know, <laughs> starts freaking out. All of a sudden, this AFL player turns up with two... Uh, Ladies of the night. Escorts <laughs> on his arms. <laughs> And has proceeded to let himself in and taken a, a plate and stuck her in the microwave and he's taken all of the 
stuff that he'd smuggled through the airport out and he was getting it ready and so this Newcastle legend is freaking out and fuck them I'm in my house with my family I've got to I've got to get this cut out of here so he calls a player who had just finished a stint with the Knights and says you've got to come and help me you're single I think get, come and get this guy out of my house got to come and get him out of my house so this player turns up gets the AFL player and finally coerces him out of the NRL legend's house they go off and he's messaging him afterwards thanks mate thanks thanks that was close I can't have that around my family da 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 he gets no reply he's really worried that the guy's got the shits with him three days later he gets a phone call he picks up the phone and he goes uh hey how are you and the guy goes I've got to thank you for the best three days of my life that was fucking unbelievable <laughs> so <sighs> it's yeah. a story of the time AFL came to Newcastle yep I was, I was, yeah, very tangentially related to the to <laughs> the current Newcastle <laughs> issues, but uh, but um, yes, mm. uh, yeah, and uh, not <laughs> the player in question who who got the best three days, not that long out of the game, really. No. I think he may have retired at the end of the year before last. Who's oh. <laughs> <laughs> counting? So yeah, maybe the two thousand what fifteen season may have been his last, I believe. Yes. Um, but no, a very quiet news week. Peter Beattie doesn't care who the fucking Sharks are. Good on like, him. He fucking... Like, as if he didn't fucking know who the Sharks were. I think he just uh, just choked on, you know, like, live TV thing, yeah, you know. He's, he just... Cause, because like like he, he pointed out afterwards, yeah, I was like in their dressing room on the weekend. Here's a picture of me and Flano. Yeah. Like, fuck, yeah, of course yeah. I fucking know, but I just, you know... Exactly. I don't think it was a John Grant. Because so, like, how could you be... Because it's not like Peter B is just like some fucking guy from industry or something that has then gone in and become the the um, the chair. It's like premier of fucking Queensland, yeah, for a significant amount of time, yeah. Who there's no you know, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's zero. I refuse. I mean, he's like a, he's a politician with the best of them, but I refuse to to believe yeah. that he didn't. So know. when that's the leading story, it's yeah. pretty slow news week. Very good. Very slow news week. And it's funny to hear like you know the radio reports and stuff, and they're like, oh, he's kind of know this. I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah, he'd fucking he'd know. He would know. But you know, he did, and he did when he, you know when he he he'd fucked up, and he's like you know drawing his blank. I mean, he did own it. I'll give him that. Yeah. But um, the thing, politicians. What politicians do? Uh, they do prepared speeches. Mm-hmm. They have people that prepare shit for them. They sit down. They know exactly what's going to say. They're in a press conference. No yep. one else can say shit. Yep. Live TV is a different thing. Correct. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't fully agree that he was, uh, you know, intimidated or, you know, uh, nervous in the presence of the great Gus Gould, <laughs> like he said. But uh, that's very, you know, politiciany. But uh, yeah. Very slow news week when that's all you got to fucking run with. That's it. But it is funny. He's like he's the set. Well, is he the second consecutive commissioner that's had a fuck up, particularly around the sharks? No, John. John was it John Grant? He's Grant. He's, he was around the, the sharks. No, as well, it wasn't, wasn't John Grant, was it? Yeah, no, it, it was. Yeah, um, wasn't it? Fucking banker man. Oh yes. Um, shit, I can't even remember his name. Yeah, the one David, decent David fucking something. Smith, Smith, yeah. Dave Smith. How the fuck do you forget Dave Smith? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's, I guess the same way as you forget the Cronulla Sharks. That's true. Um, yeah, he he confused a couple of players. Or yeah. Oh well, now we got fucking Greenberg. 
recaps for round one. We kicked off on Thursday night. The St. George Illawarra Dragons, 34, pumped the Brisbane Broncos, 12. Uh, down there at Jubilee, a crowd of just under 14,500. Dragons, 34, came from tries to Frizzle and Nizzle. Hunt, Aitken, DeBellin, Nightingale. We had four or five conversions and uh, three, uh, three penalty goals. The Broncos, 12, came from uh, double to James Roberts. And uh, one p- conversion to Kahu and one penalty goal to Kahu. Yeah, it's such a good arm wrestle early on. You know, both teams took a little while to get into their their groove. A uh, bit of a fucking kickathon mm-hmm. for a while. Traded penalty goals back and forth. Um, y- you could see that. I-, I think both teams were a little bit tentative. You know, there were some pros and cons. I thought early on the Dragons could have taken advantage yep. uh, and put a bit of extra kick chase on. Some of their kick chase looked a little bit lazy, so they're obviously more concerned with being together than being fast. Yep. Uh, but at this stage of the season, that's not surprising. Um, but on the other hand, their edge defence looks sharp. You know, the the Broncos are, are famous for those big, long spreads and, yep. and the Dragons seem to read them well and, and cover them. I think McInnes is is going to be absolutely crucial to the Dragons this year. Yep. You know, he's he's one of those just-go-about-your-business sort of players. There were a couple of times that the scoots he had out of dummy half really kicked off a set. You know, they were two tackles in and not doing much, and he, he got out and just really upped the momentum. Compare um, and contrast with the hooking of Sammy Thiday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was a tactical error on the, on the, on the part of Wayne Bennett. Um, I, I feel like it may have been more forced than 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 he, yeah he he would let on. Uh, I yeah. don't think he had confidence in. Uh, maybe he should have, but I don't think he had confidence. Yeah, you know, McCullough coming back from a major injury, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, if he was if he's good enough to start this week, then you know he probably was. He was probably right enough to start last week as well. Uh, yeah, see, that, that's how they played it last year when he got injured, though, remember? Yeah. Thought they'd play hooker for the first whatever. And yeah, but you also had, but you sort of had, like, like, yeah, like Ben Hunt would sort of do it. And, you know, he'd thought, it just seemed like Thought had more of the actual hooking. Res- he wasn't just there in in a, in a number or in, in that a position. position. Yeah. He was actually ha- doing it. He was giving service, and, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, his, his, his service is not good. No. And Sam, Sammy's not no. scooting anywhere against anybody. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so rather than being like uh, like one of thirteen guys on the field who happened to be like nominally in yeah. nine, he, he was actually the hooker, it, and he's not good no. <laughs> at all. I'm not going to say it's a difference in the game, but fuck me, it gave him a, it gave the Dragons a hell of a leg up though. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Because this game, like you said, it was an arm wrestle for a long time, and uh, I mean, the, the Dragons always looked to be the ones most likely. Yeah. that something was going to happen. Yep. And uh, when it did... The other thing I think, the Broncos looked a little bit directionless. And yep. I said it last week, the the loss of, you know, their, their big-name players over the last couple of years, gradually, I'm not sure they've replaced that leadership. And it doesn't have to be in the halves. Yep. Um, Boyd obviously looks a little bit underdone. I don't know whether yep. he redid a hammy or whether he just wasn't right going in. And there was talking training this week that he wasn't, you know, that he 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 was sent he was off, to the, re- off to the the rehab group um, and stuff. But I mean, he's been named again, so. But I I think that's where McCulloch comes in. Yep. 
you know, I, I, I could see that Moose was getting up and he was trying to get him to go forward. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to take him there on his own. Um, good work by the Dragons, though. Ben Hunt looks to have slotted in nicely. That's it. There was that nice little, uh, nice little intercept he took. Yep. You, Beautiful. You, you could just tell. Did you see on the replay they've slowed it down? And I like to think I can see the exact moment that he's heard the call and knew where the ball was going and his eyes just opened up. Um, second half, Dragons came out and lacked a bit of patience. Um, but at the end of the day, they just controlled the game well enough, I think, to get it. And how fucking strong is you and Aitken? Yes, very. Are we, are we putting him on the origin hype train? No, I refuse to do that for anybody at this stage. It's, round, really? it's fucking not... We, we are pre-round two at this stage. I know that it's going to be all like, oh, you know, Mitch Pierce, this and... No, I'm just happy like, to put anybody that hasn't previously been playing Origin for no, us on the Origin hype track. No. I refuse, to, I refuse to entertain Origin hype until it's time for Origin. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this shit. I hate people talking about Origin in fucking October. I know. <laughs> drives me fucking mental you know what just pick good fucking players at the time yeah. and stop throwing it every every motherfucker into origin hype world but not um, me. yeah Broncos completed at 64% so it was just a, it, it, you put it down to round one jitters with all that all the lodge stuff going around you know in the media leading up to it building a crescendo and then for him to have a Barry and the crowd to be on his ass every time he came near the ball it was just a beautiful thing to see, and then for him to throw the intercept. That wasn't the crowd. And uh, well, who, what was that? Then? That was just one incredibly sexy voice on the hill booing. <laughs> it sounded like a crowd. <laughs> That—that's the trick that it plays in that ground. It reverberates <laughs> around. That was just one voice. You know who you are, Aussie Blackwell. <laughs> Tweets: uh, Brandon Vaudre said, uh, "Celebrating the Broncos' loss with a nice packet of chicken crimpies." Fuck yeah! Uh, underscore JDHD. I don't know if we should get too too excited about that win. It's only the Broncos, after all. Uh, Mitch Dorr, 13. Matt Lodge must be beating himself up after throwing that intercept. <laughs> He's a hashtag good for a change. Hashtag Lodge karma. Uh, De Niro. March 8th, Premiers, cunts. <laughs> you could say round one, Premiers. I guess he didn't know them when he sent it. Um, Mr. Underscore Wars. I had to have, have put his tweet in here because... Can we just draw a line in the sand and say if you drop a ball in the NRL to knock on? Because this is bullshit. If you touch it and it goes back half a metre, it's forward. Let's just say you can't drop shit and be done with it. No, fuckhead. Because it doesn't matter where the player ends up. I've been having this fucking argument with you for 20 years. <laughs> it is from where they contact the ball to as to ball. where the ball lands... <laughs> Not if they contact the ball they go past and the... they continue moving <laughs> and the ball ends up behind where they end up. <laughs> this is, that's, his, that's his straw man. Because <laughs> I've heard away from Matt Lodge and the fucking Broncos performance in general. Uh, hey, Sam Warden. I'm glad Ben Hunt won his revenge game. He deserves it. People blame him for losing him the grand final. But if we're being honest, it was Bennett's old man, conservative, protect the lead for most of the game tactics that lost it for Brisbane, not Hunt. Well, it was also not just the dropping the in the extra time. I mean, he was like he he gave away a pe- crucial penalty and uh, and, and yeah, got he him did down. Got, got, <laughs> his last fifteen minutes, he did a lot. Also assisted that you know the the ultimate try you know, that Morgan laid on in you know in the dying seconds. So yeah, Tim Simona basically idolizes Ben Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Boyle eighty six Matt. If there was a scared German backpacker behind the Dragons defensive line, Matt Lodge would have punched holes in it all night. <laughs> And um, 
you know, and I, I, I mean, he he had some extremely bad moments, but I mean, in the early exchanges though, he was very up for it. Yeah. Like uh, he just. Uh, but this is what exactly again what we said last week. He's coming out of Q Cup. Yep. When has a prop come out of Q Cup, given he's a bit older than your usual debutant because yep. of all his shit country? Yep. But prop is not a position that you explode onto the scene in. Yep. You know, you, you look at the best in the game, and you know they they go. You don't get to the to be the best in that position till you're close to the end of your career. You know, the, the Matt Scotts, those sorts of guys. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he played a game like a guy that's come up from reserve grade. Yep. Fucking dopey fuck. And uh, <laughs> the problem is they've doubled down on him so hard that they can't they can't drop him straight up. <laughs> yeah. It's it's become a matter of saving face. So, uh, he, he you know, you might get a couple more weeks of him. Uh, and maybe whoever it was that, that sent us the, the tweet at the start of the season saying, you know, wouldn't it be great if he's just shit? Yeah. Sunk. Yeah. Back to Redcliffe or somewhere. Yeah. And just, you know, never to be heard from again. You know, so far, that eventuality is a step closer than it was last week. He's just always got this stunned look on his face. Yeah, it's just a, it's that look of just obliviousness that comes with, like, a low IQ. He he looks like Dolph Ludgren fucked a dugong. (laughs) (laughs) I must fuck you. I can't do a Jugong impersonation. I don't know what they sound like. Look at the dolphin. Let's go. Excuse me. The Newcastle Knights 19 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 18 uh, up there in Newcastle. Good crowd, just under uh, 24,000 in attendance on on the 6 p.m. death slot as well on Friday. Uh, continuing the run the greatest fans yeah in the history of the game yeah not even just recently I mean recently they've just fucking put an exclamation mark on it that's it but um man anything good that ever happens to this side over the next you know sort of you know decade or you know half a, you know, half a decade yep th- those fucking fans they've earned it yep. the hard way um Callum Ponga, Slade Griffin, Lachlan Fitzgibbon tries, uh, pierced the field goal. Ponga, three of three conversions. Uh, Manly had tries to George Tafua, Sean Lane, and Brian Kelly. Uh, Cherry Evans, two of three conversions and a penalty goal. And you know what? I don't... I'm, I'm not terrible... I mean, apart from the result, I'm not terribly unhappy with uh, the rest of the game because despite the, 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 uh, the errors and more importantly, despite the fucking seemingly 15 penalties that Newcastle got on their 20 metre line to get them out of their own end they merely still played all over the top of them, rolled down the field at will, made you know 300 plus more metres than they did and um, really it's just a, a lack of execution just, and, just, and shit like that, that just that to cost talk them. to that um, merely conceded 11 penalties yep. Newcastle Standard. conceded 9 penalties Yeah. so there was know. 2 penalties difference I'd say it was closer to the forty-one missed tackles than the penalties. Yeah, this is the thing though. The missed the, the missed tackles. I don't. I didn't even think think that was too too problematic because because you got to look where where they actually occurred in the field too. The Knights' attack barely threatened, barely threatened them. I mean they so and the one thing that Mitch Pearce is supposed to bring, you know, like the direction and all that sort of thing. 
their their fifth tackle options and their general kicking game weren't very good either. No, they weren't. But I would also then point to Manly's seventeen errors yeah, versus Newcastle six. Yeah, well, I said the errors. Yeah, so those are the penalties. The penalties are worse because they were more crucial times and more crucial field position. But I mean, the errors are what stopped them scoring points from their dominance in every other facet. Mm. That's what, that's basically. And so, like honestly, and and the good thing is that like things like the penalties and stuff, so easy to fix. All you do is you just tell dumb cunts like fucking. I mean, like Fanua Blake, obviously with his you know personal life history, you know, obviously not not a not a uh, a uh, human being. Yeah, a human being, and uh, and and nor one that that makes you know good good choices that a human yeah. being should make. Yeah, and and so, and and also on the footy field, he'll uh, he'll you know, step back <laughs> over the back of a fucking player as they're trying to go. Like just dumb shit like that. Yeah. Like that shit was getting hammered by referees five years ago. Yeah, like. Well, you know what? It's probably never fucking gone over too well with referees, to no. be honest. But I feel like it may have been you know, less harshly judged, yep. you know, and might have been considered milking in that more at some in some eras of the game than others. But easily five years, you do that and you yeah. ride the fucking guy back. Like, what are you trying to achieve by? It? You're not slowing down any fucking. Yeah, exactly. And you're not full. And like you do that with your hands up in the air. I mean, you're not convincing the referee that you're not doing it. You know, yeah. On purpose. You know, on purpose. Yeah. To, you know, it's just. No, I hear you. that fucking stupidity, and then you think like, "Oh my god, fucking Lusick's got to come back yet." You, you can't house fucking two retards like that, like penalty magnet fuckheads in team like that. Um, so that's that's something that has to be worked on. Um, the the baffling thing was <laughs> was Super Coach Trent only using fifteen players in the game. Two guys fresh didn't get on the field. Now look. You know, I, I, they actually they didn't seem to suffer fitness. They seem to be very fast for the entire game. That's that's fine. But maybe pick two guys that you're going to want to use going forward yeah. because there will be games where you do get players fatigued and they might want to they might want to have a breather. Oh, and like if, while we're handing out brick bats, Lewis Brown, zero tackles, zero meters, zero hit ups, did nothing. Well, okay, you're driving down the highway, you know, you bust a tyre, yep. you go to the boot, yep. and the tyre in there isn't round, yep. it's actually a potato. Potato shape. <laughs> Do you put it on? No. We just go, I was going to run this fucking thing. <laughs> you, you just see how far you were going on three wheels. Oh, yes. Sensational. Um, look, the night, the night's carried on the, like the... The effort and things like that that they that they showed last year that you yep. know kind of kind of endeared them you know, re-endeared them you know to their fan base yep. where they showed that they weren't just like getting fucking pumped week in week out they were actually you know they were trying and yeah. losing some heartbreakers yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, I, I I would say that the addition of people like um, Pierce and others to the side this year that's probably the difference between heartbreakingly losing that game on Friday you know by a field goal or a late try or something. And you know, oh, been actually grinded yeah. out, but I mean, Nathan Brown's actually instilled, like, like I said, like a fairly low error rate into the side, and so if he, what he's do, he's he's taking it back to the kind of um, the, the the kind of basics that that Hasler did back in like two thousand five or whatever with Manly, where they literally won the first game, six games of the season by one out fucking five tackles yeah. kick on the sixth yeah and that that lasted them six games they actually won the first six yep. games of the season yep. just by doing that shit no basic basic shit but yeah you, you look at Newcastle though, with this team, yep. they've got Pierce, yep. they've got Guerra, they've got yep. SKD. Yeah, Guerra. I mean, you know, come on, 
Yeah, Guerra is the... Guerra actually looked better this game than he has for these for a little while, though. Oh, yeah. He's like, the, he's cooked at ease. Like, he was I mean, the poor he man's was, corner. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that combination, yeah. they've been in a team that... Was Guerra there when they won the Premiership? Or yeah. was he too young? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's there. You know, that team... Yep. You know, we talk about that success mentality and, and the belief that you can close games out. Yep. That shit's important, you know, and, and I think that's going to be crucial for Newcastle this year. Yep. I mean, you still, I would still expect more from Pierce in terms of kicking game and stuff like that because their last tackle options are, they're definitely not there yet. But you know, you put that down to the whole, you know, the the general round one with almost every team with a new halves combination yeah. shit. I mean, so, so yes, it's not, uh, you know, it's it's probably not worth worrying too much about it now. But uh, it's something you'd want to see improvement in though yeah. going forward. Um, Arpopsh. Seriously, the Knights fans are the best in the comp, I reckon. Cowboys fans who travel hours are right up there too, but the team has been rubbish the last three plus years. You'd swear this was a finals game. Way to make it about you. Yeah, hell, like like, the Knights then. fans are the best. And the North, let me tell you, the, and, and to explain my point, let me tell you about how good the North Queensland fans are. Uh, Kevin, have their fucking moment. <laughs> exactly. Kevin underscore Cook 99. Fuck the Broncos, I'm following Manly this year. <laughs> At least they lose with dignity. <laughs> Welcome aboard, sir. DeLorean Gray. Manly losing, I can take. Manly losing to Mitchell Pearce, filthy. Come on now. Uh, Devonhead. Manly made the mistake of not psyching Mitchell Pearce out by wearing their prominent maroon jersey. That's true. It wouldn't have worked. Because DCE's in the side, they would have known it was a ruse. Yeah, that's A crafty ruse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Eagle-eyed Kiwi. Let's look at the positives. Our go forward was dominant. Tanganoa, Tanganoa was tremendous. I mean, the Eels could have used him on this weekend. Yeah, true. Uh, AFB into power. Lewis Brown didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's I reckon we'll get mileage off that Lewis Brown <laughs> for a while yet. Uh, Lynn Shields. I didn't think Manly played all that badly on Friday night. Just really concerned we had two fresh players on the bench after Golden Point time. Admittedly, one was Lewis, but you get my point. <laughs> Everyone understands. You watch one day he'll fucking crack a field goal for you. Fucking there was a game last year where he, he was in fourteen and he, he was brought on in the last twenty minutes or something and he scored the scored match winner. Try. Yeah, it was great. Instantly. It was fantastic. I, I don't recall if it was the match winner, but it was definitely like the, the, the tying the game yeah. up or the momentum shift or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you get your money's worth right there. <laughs> yeah. North Queensland Cowboys twenty to fifth, Cronulla Sullen Sharks fourteen up at thirteen hundred teeth. Uh crowd of just under six 16,000 in attendance, and uh, this one, the uh, Cowboys tries to Justin O'Neill, Cohen Hess, Kyle Felt, and uh, Gavin Cooper, which is the fucking weirdest arsiest try ever. Um, Thurston, one of four conversions and a penalty goal. Sharky's 14 came from tries to Dugan and Sigiaro. Townsend, two of two conversions and a penalty goal. This one, well, you know, the Cowboys, uh, the, they. this was the year all their guys were back in the, you know... The, Run to the premiership because of the you know the experience and adversity of last year and getting Thurston yeah. back and then Morgan's out before the game. However, I think yeah, Tamari again, true to was, form, was good. Yeah, you know you, you talk about a coach building for contingencies. Yep, he's done a fantastic job up there. Well, just like when a husband's out of the picture, he can slot in with with <laughs> with relative ease. So too he can when a player's out of the team. <laughs> Maybe that's part of his contract. <laughs> Uh, Isn't that that weird sort of today? Your fuck style shall be reminiscent of Michael Morgan. What do they call the uh, indigenous Canadians? The Inuit? 
Okay, we, I don't know where you're going with Isn't it. Isn't that their thing where, if, like, if a visitor comes around, you've got to offer them your wife? I don't know. They do that on Vikings, though. Really? <laughs> so perhaps. There you are. Nice. <laughs> Basically, if Tamari knocks on your igloo, <laughs> don't let it gun in. Um, yeah, it, round one, and it was always explained that, you know, round one to me was almost like the ultimate game of wet weather footy. Mm-hmm. It's the one of those times that it's just so important that you do the simple things really well. Yep. And I think that was the biggest contrast between the teams on the night. Yep. You know, the the Cowboys um aren't the flashiest team. They made the grand final last year with the, the fewest long range tries. They needed to be within yep. close range to get over the line. We we all know that. But they just seem to be solid in defence. They seem to not allow the Sharks too much room. And on the opposite side, you know, the the Sharks seem too concerned with with the big hits, you know, with the yep. with the rushing out of the line and and putting the, the massive shots on which which didn't work. Um yeah, you know, I thought Moylan had a a good debut for the Sharks. It's gonna take him a little while to find his rhythm in that team. Um, I'm not sure why he didn't win the game for them in the last two minutes, like we know he can do. Like, that's that's what he does. He, if you're down by two tries with four minutes to go, he will just win the game for you. Apparently. So, I don't know what Flano has to do to get the rest of the Sharks up to his level. Um, and really, you have to remember the scoreline in this game was ably assisted by Thurston's there and kicking and also the fact that the Cowboys had about 60 tries disallowed within the first 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true as well. And and not only were they disallowed tries, they were like the most ridiculous, unexpected disallowed tries ever as well. Like, like, like Tamari's not going to, I mean, yeah. he's not going to drop that fucking yeah, you know, falling over line and you're not going to hold up fucking Tal Malolo no. I mean like shit like, it, like it's, just, it's just shit that doesn't happen yeah. tries you know what so. I mean like so um, but you know the, Again, the Cowboys the, look good up there the, the Cowboys look solid the, the Sharks didn't look horrible either they, they just looked unpolished you know I, I think that that game will have uh, given them a lot of stuff to work on this week and I expect them to come out firing Dugan the uh, the first one to to bring uh, Fortnite try celebrations into the game <laughs> and uh, he was the, he was the first one this week of three at least that I saw on the weekend okay but isn't he doing that thing you do in that game when you fix yourself because you get shot a lot or when you do yeah yeah the, the med pack thing yeah yeah so what's he saying he's, he's saying I'm a biscuit I get injured a, a lot I've got a boil and I need to kill myself yeah. I'll, I'll take this opportunity while time's off is, after scoring a try is that the international sign language for bring me the green whistle <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, and yeah, and like if it, I'm 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 so there for Fortnite try. I I like I like doing ten percent more than I did before the, before this game. Yeah, but, but I bet he's an Xbox player though. Yeah, probably. But uh, when you get all these other players doing them as well through the round, and I can't even remember who the other ones. Are. I think Bun- it was Bunny of Fire. Fergie, Fergie, Ferg. Fergie was the last one. That's right. So yeah. and if you're gonna do it, <laughs> yeah, be original. Dugan's done the fucking the healing pack. Yeah. So you know, someone you know, build a ramp, do something. <laughs> <laughs> do the do like one of the dance, the happy do dance, one of the dance yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> something. I'll tell you what, though, we should put a 
like a merch bounty out on Fergie Ferg to the yeah. fir- first player that can screenshot them shooting the shit out of him. Yeah, eliminating him. Just yeah, eliminating him somehow. Trap. It doesn't matter anything. Yeah. Yeah, it, it first player to eliminate him. Send us. I mean, you know, if you're on PS4, it's very easy to just you know share the share the footage. I don't know what do you do on Xbox. Email Bill Gates for yourself, permission. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sh- I'm sure it's got uh, wonderful features as well. Just okay. not as wonderful as PS4. Fair enough. Fucking come at us, bitches. Fucking Jesuits. <laughs> Special K online. I kept waiting for Moylan to do something. So imagine my excitement when we reached the final two minutes and the two minutes and the game was close. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad, for getting my hopes up. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, that, that's what he does. You, your fucking coach that's fucked it out of him. Twilltown said, uh, Cohen Hess has that look about him. It makes you feel he's not happy Jamaica has a bobsleigh team. Yeah. Yeah, his try, the way his try went down, that's the way the Tamalolo one <laughs> earlier in the game should have gone down. Yeah. Just like fucking Skittles and just pulled. I, I forgot like, ju- just how prolific he was when he yeah. came on the scene last year. Yeah. It was just, okay, super sub try. Super yep. sub try. It was, only when it, was, it was only when the, the chips were really down that he didn't didn't do that shit. Like yeah. he was, you know, he completely, you know, completely ineffective. Yeah, post origin, post origin, yeah, he, he struggled yeah. a bit. And that's what Tom Lolo was like doing the second half of his, himself. Exactly. Just yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Ben RL, is it me or is Young Matt Moylan looking older at the Sharks? Yeah, stepdad, your boy's all grown up. Well, you can fucking tell quite easily that he does not respect modern soldiers because fucking ages wearied him. <laughs> Where are you fucking going with that? West Tigers 10 defeat the Sydney Roosters 8 in the fucking grand final, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Crowd of of just over 18,000 in attendance. Uh, uh, The the Tigers 10 uh, tries to Corey Thompson, um, a conversion to Lola Haya and two or three penalty goals uh, to Lola Haya, including a fucking spray from right in front. Um, the Roosters eight it tries to Fergie Ferg, uh, one conversion to Latrell Mitchell and one penalty goal also to Mitchell. This game was like, I don't know, how would you describe it? It was like Japanese pornography. There was oh, yeah. like few, there was the action. The action was they were going at it. The action was there. But we just weren't seeing the tries. <laughs> like you weren't, you weren't seeing, you weren't seeing the goodness until the very end when both of them decided to fucking, you know, start to start to, uh, you know, start to do something. I mean, it was a, it was like halftime two nil, and you would not have, and even even then when when uh, they had the Simbin and the Roosters tied it up to all, it was a soccer scoreline, but it was a fucking game that was, you know, if you hadn't have, you hadn't, yeah. looked, you know, you it looked like it was, yeah, it was a great contest. With uh, you know chances on both sides, and it was and it was amazing that it was just like so low scoring. Um, and uh, and and the Noffa killer getting, yeah. the, getting getting the crucial try at the end. That was fantastic. And let me tell you, I mean, you know, Noffa couldn't have got the he couldn't have fucking he couldn't have scored that. No, he couldn't have scored that try. Not at all. He would have been too head fucked about the nine tries he'd let in down the other end. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, the, it, I see these things, and it, it's almost Hollywood esque in the, the yes. thing. The the Teddy drop, like you know, line the wide break was open. made. Yeah, and he would it, never. I mean, the pass wasn't fantastic; it was right above his head. However, he he would have he would have swallowed that up. Yeah, and scored any other time. But see, that's it. You, you if you give a prop or maybe a second roll for dropping that pass. Yeah, 
when it is your job to That's be backing up and back nailing up balls. Yep. Yeah, yep. You, you take those every day of the week. Yep. Um, the the thing I liked about the Tigers is they kept their pace up for most of the game. Yep. I think that's how they're going to beat teams this year. They're, they're not going to be physically dominant. Um, they've got an aging Benji mm-hmm. and Luke Brooks. So I don't think they're going to be, you know, out creativitying many teams. Yep. But they set the pace of that game and the Roosters weren't able to go with it. You know, for the Roosters, there are a couple of things. You know, obviously Kronk's so used to how he was playing at Melbourne. Yeah, it's going to take a little um, while. It's going to, it's going to, it is going to be the ultimate test, though, if he was the, but the I, system halfback. Oh, obviously. But it's very interesting is, you know, you saw when he made the break up the right-hand side. Yeah. He puts that kick in towards the posts. Yeah. And he doesn't look. Yeah. So Teddy was screaming up on his inside ready yep. for a pass. Yeah. But in Melbourne systems... Billy Slater's there ready to... But it, no, it's, well, it's not even Billy Slater. Whenever there is a break, it's not yep. one person or two people backing up. Yep. There are three and four yep. every single time. And it's very often a second row yep. that'll pick that up and, and score. Yep. So Cronk just instinctively puts the kick in because there's, well, be there's, there's a break on. Yep. So I just know that there's four guys out there. Yep. It's Nope. You know, so, um, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll take a little while. Friend, I thought, was a little bit out of sorts. His service was very high. There were a lot of times that people were reaching up yep. um, to take the ball, which takes crucial seconds, especially when you're on, you know, in that red zone attacking. Yep. Um, but he's a quality hooker, so he'll get back into it. And the fact that the Roosters couldn't capitalise on the sin bin, I think that was a big confidence booster for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, I don't, I, I don't know at the time. I don't know why they, they tied it up. Yeah, like why waste two two minutes off the off the top exactly. of, of a ten minute period? Yeah, Go, I mean you had I mean why did you get the penalty because they were fucking shot? Exactly, you know. Exactly. So, um, the the thing is, the Tigers have belief under Ivan. You know, if that's all he's given them, yep. Because you know, I don't think he could upskill them in that time period. They're still the same Tigers they were. Yep. Uh, but they're playing with a little bit of belief. Yeah, and it's much like the Knights. I mean, this this started to manifest itself last year. Yep. And now what we've seen is another incremental, you know, evolution or, you know, improvement in that. Yep. And if the new players that they brought in and everything can, can execute what the you know what they're supposed to, yeah. Then, you know, then this won't be the last, you know, decent team they've beaten. However, I mean this was a this was a win for eighty minute, you know, intensity and spirit over Correct. over legitimate yeah, you know, quality that just hasn't fucking gelled yet yeah. because there's too many the, new moving parts. And again, the, the Roosters were you know, 68% completion with 13 errors. Yep. You, you're not going to get that given to you every week. Yep. Um, and this week, the, the Tigers have got a, a bit of a tougher test. Okay, um, underscore JDHD. I won't tolerate a game where the referees are so corrupt. I'm going to buy a Swans membership instead. Hashtag tweet like a Roosters fan. Uh, Stuart Marler, get that asterisk up ya. Calm down, one-eyed tiger. I love my team. Great start to 2018. New year, new us. Hashtag tigers incline. Um, 
Stuart Marlis for us is yeah, nice work sitting out the first round on this one guys a lot of folk would have locked in the chooks maybe myself included yes live to fight another day uh, Devonhead Rooster's forward pack is softer than Christopher Reeve's spine wow I, to me that line I mean while it's cold and I like that cold shit I feel like he copped out well, hey, Chris Reeves deceased. Yeah. So obviously it's soft because yeah. it's decomposed. Yeah, yeah. But I think if I think he would have gone Christopher Reeve if, even if that even if that he was still alive. Yeah. Okay. Like he just I, I think he could have he could have made it more topical, but he bitched out. That's yeah. My, that's my feeling. Warriors thirty two to feed the Rabbitohs twenty. <laughs> Over in WA. Sorry, I just pictured Christopher Reeve listening to Stairway to Heaven and getting sad. <laughs> Oh, oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> uh, over there in WA, good crowd, just under 40,000. That, that stadium is spectacular too. Perth they, puts it on. they got a tremendous fucking stadium over Perth there now. Perth puts it on, yeah. There's a team playing out of that fucking stadium. Yeah. And uh, I was, I heard, um, I don't know if it was the uh, radio commentator just talking about it or if it was the, the TV ones, but they were, they were saying that they've got like this fucking off-site venue like bar thing outside that stadium that ho- like can house like four to five thousand people Jeez. it has like 150 taps and it's just this fucking epic fucking bar as bar, well right? outside there as well for you know pre-staff and whatever I'm like my god what a venue god but um the Warriors oh sorry I guess the point say Warriors 32 came from uh Tries to uh, Papali, a double to Fusatua, uh, Sam Wilsoni, uh, Kemba Malo, and uh, Solomon Akata with tries. Three of six conversions to Sean Johnson and uh, a penalty goal. Uh, the Rabbits had a double to Cody Walker, a double to Kenner, and Reynolds two of four conversions. Hmm. You know, the, a, a lot of people, you know, disagree because I, you know, was talking about this over some drinks later in the weekend but I would watch that sort of attacking football where they're trading tries yep. for 20 minutes anytime I really enjoyed that yep. two teams just absolutely defensiveless just throwing <laughs> everything at each other um, most of the first half was just them going try for try for try yep. and looking for a weakness um, I think the end scoreline was a little bit flattering to the bunnies when you take into account that there was a sin bidding and, and yeah. then the garbage time try. Yep, yep. You know, the, it, it, realistically, it was 30 to 10. Yep. It was much more of a flogging than, than the scoreline suggests. The telling stat was the, the discipline with the Bunnies. They completed at 66 and the Warriors were up over 80. That's what they're capable of. Yeah. And it's frustrating that we're so surprised that the Warriors can complete a game of football at that level. But it wasn't like the Stephen Kearney fucking, oh, I want to try and be the Storm and, you know, yeah. and structure, overstructure yeah. them to the max and everything. Yep. They actually looked like they were like the, they were like the dream of what the Warriors are supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except not making mistakes while they're doing it, you know? Yeah. Now, this is my thing. A lot of people have come out and, you know, we'll get to this in question of the week, but saying that the Warriors are most improved and they'll be the yeah. biggest surprise pack. Into the, still, a lot of what they came up with was luck. Yep. Like, 
Sean Johnson, fuck, I'll, you know, you love watching him run. You know, you take a line on and he knows when to do it. He's old enough and smart enough now. He's not as quick as he was. Yeah. And so he's getting run down more often. And when he's throwing his passes, the one that's picked up on the boot laces and yep. not knocked on, yep. that's picked up maybe two times out of ten. Yep. So I'm not all the way there on the Warriors. But the signs are positive for him. Yeah, I mean this this was a, this was a great performance. This was a, a, a dream Warriors performance, and uh, yeah, I mean they've got to do it. Like you know, I want to see more of more of it than not over the next six weeks. Yes, before you even start to think about this year, is it really, really, really real? Yeah, because they just can't be trusted. Um, Rabbits, Sands, Reynolds. I don't know. Fuck, they played without him most of last year, too. Um, yeah, and look how they ended up. You know, Inglis is back. That's an influence for them. Although he was definitely round one Inglis. Yeah. He wasn't a fucking state of origin time Inglis. No. No. But, I mean, he really has been at, at club level. No. For the Rabbitohs, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did, some great, he did some great things for the Storm. But I don't think he's ever reproduced that club level form. Yeah, but look what the storm did to Cassiano. <laughs> no fucking, fucking surprise. Unrecognisable. Yeah. I mean, like it was like it was the off season that stuck. Yeah, like fuck. exactly. So <laughs> yeah, um, Bunnies fans. Unfortunately, I, th- I think it's going to be a tough season. Could be. Could be. King Olivius. Got to give him his uh, his tweet for this one. I don't know if it's devil's dust on my, in my nose or the fact that we didn't choke with the first half lead in Perth, but I'm happy that a fat chicken and all you can eat pizza hut. <laughs> Hashtag Warriors Prems 18. <laughs> Hashtag Blake Green have my babies. <laughs> At Sienna Files, that uh, Warriors just too strong and powerful. This is how good the Sharks should have been on Peps. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Storm 36 to feed the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs comprehensively. 18 over there... Um, at the second portion of double header, the uh, Storms 36 came from tries to Riley Jacks, a double to Addo Carr, uh, Kay Bromwich, Curtis Scott, and Vunivalu also with tries. Cameron Smith, six of six conversions. Defeating the Doggies 18 had a uh, try to Fatala Mariner, Morris B, and Matt Frawley. Uh, by two of three conversions and a penalty goal. Dogs looked a much quicker team this year than they did last year. I'll give them that much. Look, I'm not going to, I mean, look, I know that there, we have our trolls out there that are the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldog supporters, but you cannot say that they did not show signs of improvement. They look fucking good. Yep. At, in, in, uh, in passages. They couldn't keep it, keep it up for 80 minutes, but I think that was probably more to, more down to the opposition yeah. than, than anything they were doing. Yeah. But there were definitely some, some positive signs for the dogs. Yep, Definitely. Um, I mean, but you know, Walk. this this fucking foreign foreign drifting left short ball to Fatala Mariner coming in on the edge. Yeah. I mean, that's only going to work for another week. <laughs> I mean, if that's all they're going to do, then <laughs> oh. yeah. Look, there's potential. That's um, like that's every like attacking set on the line. That was like that's like yeah. that's two ta- that's two tackles every yep. time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the thing that worked the first time that would concern the shit out of me if I was a Dogs fan is just what Cameron Munster did to that team. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't think of many or any kick returns that equaled his first one that set up the try from last year. Yeah. Like the, the fact that you're at the end of your set, 
you put your kick in and you're supposed to be applying defensive pressure to start your set off well. Yeah. And instead, you you're know, at our cars up the other end, just yep. absolutely analing your mum. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's not on. From there, the dogs just seem to lose the faith. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they always feel like they, were, they get themselves back into it. But then, yeah, and then there was that intercept or whatever for yeah. the last Auto Car one, and that just That's killed it. that just killed them off. And then yeah. there was, you know, I think there was another try after that. Yeah. But um, look, they competed. They, oh, they competed far better than I thought. Yep. Just, and this, you know what? The storm actually looked more complete than I expected them to as well. Storm did. Some of the defence on on ver- on the very edges. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and they were a little slow to start, but though, yeah. but. Not that slow either. I mean, they scored like they hit back pretty fucking quickly after yeah. after the dogs got a try on them. So tell you what though, who's what's fucking old mate with the pituitary gland tumor at the storm? The fucking giant cunt. Oh, uh, Nelson. No, yeah, he's fucking learned how to offload. Yeah. Fucking God help everyone. <laughs> Fuck me. And that was glorious too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like it was, it was fucking glorious to watch. It was like a bit in Jurassic Park. We <laughs> someone opened a door. <laughs> fucking hell! Yeah, you just I just I just flashed back. I'd forgotten all about it until that, you mentioned yeah, it. That, thinking, yeah, that was, that was it was glorious. That was, yeah, I'm, I'm scared now. <laughs> fucking hell! Uh, Leroy Brown, 1978. The dogs of war. <laughs> Mutts got put down by the mighty storm. Hashtag purple pride, fucking calm down. GT351 underscore Johns, who sent us some tweets about the, about the peptide fucking whatever sharks and that as well, but I thought I'd keep his, keep his rational uh, Bulldogs one. Started well, already looked better than last season, but outclassed by a great side. There's better signs for us though, calm doggies. Yeah, the, the year they reduce NRL games to 50 minutes, the dogs will be fucking premiers. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But I mean, it'd be a lot of other teams would be pretty fucking got pretty good too. Yeah, you you'd probably lose that too. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Super Grover Four Premiers 2018 bitches. Where do I join the queue for grand final tickets? You know I'm not selling those. <laughs> That's true. You will come them out in a while. Yeah, true. Um, here we go. Penrith Panthers 24 defeat the Parramatta Eels 14 at Panthers Stadium. Crowd of just over 21 and a half thousand. It's pretty good. Um, Penrith, uh, 24, a double to Blake and kick out tries, uh, three or three conversions to Cleary and three conversion, uh, sorry, three penalty goals as well, sorry. Uh, the Eels, 14, double to Hoffman, uh, try to Corbin, Corey Norman, uh, Moses, one of two conversions and uh, Norman missed with his only attempt. His best of games was the worst of games. Yes. The start. For both sides. That Penrith had was fucking so bad it was fucking so bad like people fleeing war-torn Syria saw visions of that <laughs> and turned around and went home <laughs> but yeah you, you look at they completed none of their first three sets yep. in the first game of the year and especially after what the fucking Dragons did to us last year to complete none of your first three Oh, oh, fuck, I was vomiting. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> um, moving on from that, though, I, I'm very happy that it didn't break them. You know, because Parramatta came out, and while they're not the biggest pack of forwards, they are an aggressive yep. pack of forwards. 
and they rotate them very well. You get no reprieve with those guys. It's not like they've got two big hitters who then take a break and you can finally try and work back into the game. Yep. They're just on and on and on and on. And the fact that we could come back in that second half and actually up the tempo and up the aggression ourselves, that was a very positive sign. I think Penrith were very fortunate that Parramatta didn't get out to a further lead than they did because that could have been dicey. And the other the other thing as well, I think you're just fortunate. I mean, I, I think Penrith were a better team over the course of the 80 minutes. Yes. But it was still very sort of lucky, like against the run of play, sort of try that, that the first try for Blake. And the kick-out try were both ones where it was like guys were like they were they were done, and then they just busted through, and it, you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, and then and then got but the try again. They're the momentum changes. Yeah. They're the ones where you're putting in the extra effort that the defenders aren't. Yep. That'll turn matches. Yep. Um, I've already put kick-out out there as a fucking revelation. Yeah, so, and he came through for um, you. He was he was the, he was the reason um, that Penrith won the game. And oh, look, Blake as well. Oh, I, think, I, I mean, very, very lucky. There was there was one play where he went from fucking Blake to Bean to Blake, yeah. and back again. So this is a Blake week. <laughs> well, he, you know, there was one where he took a passing, knocked on, but they called it back. They were playing advantage. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was very, very lucky. Yeah. Um, on the Eels side again, they they look to be picking up where they left off last year. You know, Moses looks more at home in that team. Um, he looks to have worked on his defence a fair bit. Uh, I'm not sure he's the fucking messiah that everyone keeps saying he is. No. Um, but That's marketing spin yeah. from back in the contract negotiation thing That's, back then. <laughs> that is true. But at the end of the day, when you, when you look at this game, as good as Penrith's comeback was and as good as their attitude was, as there were some good individual performances, clearly looked on song. At the end of the day, it really was kicking. You know, Penrith kicked three out of three conversions and three out of three penalties. Yeah. That ended up realistically being the difference in the score. So it could have turned into a very, very different game had Paramount had a decent kicker. Yeah. When they go back in, you know, 34 missed tackles is absolutely too much. Yes. You can't go through the NRL season missing 34 tackles. It's round one. I know that match fitness is an issue. Um, but there's still plenty to work on there for both teams. And Jared Hayne, while he did nothing, he wasn't the complete fucking liability that I expected him to be. Well, he didn't know look pass over the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he was just kind of there, you know what I mean? That wasn't like, you know, you go, oh, fuck that, this guy. Like, <laughs> like some other teams in some other games. Um, uh, well, we got Hey Sam Warden. Tedesco, Woods and Moses all lose at different clubs. You can take the boys out of the climb, but you can't take the decline out of the boys. That's true. I just had to put that one in there because that's when it came in because uh, Moses completed the triumvirate. And actually, it, it, we failed to mention what the fuck was Woods doing with his fucking hair? <laughs> <sighs> Mullets are never good. No. There's no, like Joe Dirt, maybe. That's it. The only, the only good mullet ever. Look. But when you're going bald and you're desperately trying to hang on to the parts that grow hair. Yeah. It, it just, yeah, go gracefully. Aaron Woods... Dennis Ferguson. That's that's pretty much the only two people that have rocked that haircut in history. One, notorious child molester. I was going to say, mate, you know, don't judge him too harshly. 
He may have been going to a Catholic dress-up party after the game. Oh, it's just... I saw a photograph of him today, though, hmm. and it looked like he may have like got all cut off. You know my fucking rule. If you are a world beater, if you are playing out of your skin... Do what you want. Do what the fuck you want. Layer it up. That's it. Yep. But Aaron, fuck it. If you're spending any more time in the barber's chair than you need to be that you could be spending on the training paddock <laughs> or watching fucking video reviews or yep. doing something, yep. you're a fucking problem. Look at Jack DeBellin. Fucking world beater. Now. Brian James. Now. Fucking world beater. Yep. Mitch Rain's playing first grade again. I heard Ryan James uh, in the post-match interview uh, say how great it was to have a world-class hooker like Mitch. <laughs> but we'll get to them. Yes. <laughs> Paramount Mark II. No excuses today. Paramount to play for 31 minutes. Then they sent Wenty out to finish the game. Hashtag soft cunts. Hashtag back to the drawing board. Hashtag lots of shit to address. Um, we've got uh, Tim K9817592. Fuck, there's a I, lot of Tim Ks I, out there. I, I believe, yes, yeah, there's a lot of Tim Ks, and I, I believe this guy, he may have been a, he may be a Russian, Russian magabot. Okay. <laughs> you know, Jared Haynes is overrated player, yet Ray Warren is tonguing his ass like a paddle pop. That's the only thing that made me think he wasn't a Russian bot. <laughs> it just seems too specific. <laughs> anyway, moving on, the Gold Coast Titans 30 edged out the Canberra Raiders 28 in another one of these games. From this week, they'll uh, give a long-suffering fan base a bit of a, a bit of a shot in the arm. That's it. Down there at Hope Solo. And um, I don't have the crowd figure here. Maybe there was zero people. Um, the Titans 30, <laughs> 30 uh, tries to proctor LG, uh, Sammy, Copley and Harrell. Uh, four or five conversions to Flash and a penalty goal. The uh, Raiders 28 tries to uh, Havili, White and Whitehead. Paulo and uh, BJ Leilua, uh, three or four conversions to Croker, and uh, Caesar was successful with his only attempt. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very ordinary start by the uh, 18 nil in about in less than 18 minutes. I think they've beaten the clock. And just were getting absolutely belted. Mm-hmm. Like just destroyed mm-hmm. up the middle of the field. It, it really did look like Canberra was just going to settle in and roll over and walk over and just absolutely annihilate the Titans. At 18 nil, I had this sick feeling in my stomach that these fucking Titans were going to prevent the Broncos from finishing the round in 16th. 16th, yeah. And it made me sick. It, it was just, again, one of those simple things that, well, daddy forget in the off-season that you can't leave fucking gaps that big when there's cunts <laughs> that big running at them. It it really is, um, you know. Garth Brennan's got a new team. He's a new coach. He's got players up there. They're out of sorts and, yep. and out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. So again, round one, all the excuses are out. It's going to take them a little while. At the end of the game, the the Titans look definitely the more creative of the two sides, whereas the yep. Raiders tries were very much the fucking big guys running out, little guys barging over. And don't get me wrong, they're worth the same amount of points, mm-hmm. and I would happily take them. Oh, and, that, the and, that, and that try, and that try to, to lay Lua was like the the Raiders, like of the last like two two years. Yeah. That was the Raiders' thing picking yeah, up ever, you know, like a, a yeah. Yeah, yeah, like crazy yeah, tap back in you know exactly. combination. Um, but I think there's some better signs there for the Titans in a, in being able to create. 
yep. something. Yep. Um, they're going to want to work on it a little bit, or some teams are going to take an awful lot of fucking intercepts off them this year with those big floaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but Taylor and LG look good together. Yep. You know, all the focus has been on Taylor. I, I, I thought LG played really well. You know, he, he's playing that supporting half role. Yeah, and this is his first well, his so. first game back since, you know, like after an off-season yeah. and, and being out, you know, with a significant injury for a decent amount of time. Yep. So, uh, yep. you know, give him a chance to work his way back into into the groove. But, yeah, I mean, he seems, he seems like he's going well. Taylor's great. You know, he was great. You know, how many other teams could you say have lost somebody who the media touts as a world-class player and get better. Which player are you talking about? I'm talking about Hayne. Oh, yeah, well, I mean... You know? So Hayne's always talked about as he's a world-class player. Yeah, and he's, but, he's a champion and he's yeah, this we and he's that. No, we, people know. I know, but he's the, the proof of the pudding. Yeah. You know? It's it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. But I think for both of them, they're going to go away this week and realise that they both leaked over 26 points. Yeah. So there's there's some good signs there for the way Canberra were, were busting through the middle and and the way that the the Titans applied pressure eventually and yeah. and scored points from it and you know, never say die attitude. They they both leaked a fair bit, so they want to work on that. I think Titans would be happy to get the two points to start the season off at home because hmm. remember the Titans have got a, a terrible fucking schedule over the next not so much the teams they're playing over the next couple of months, but they've got to deal with this Commonwealth game shit. Where that's their home true, game, yeah. they've, they've got a home game that's that's out at Toowoomba. They've got a home game that's being played out of Gladstone. Um, that's the manly one. I think they're playing Drag- Dragons out at Toowoomba. Um, so they I mean, play Dragons out of Toowoomba. Yeah, is Blackwell yeah. coming up for that? Yes, yes, he is. Fuck. So I think we should be going out for that one. Yeah, we'll do a road trip. Yeah, see, we get our real dad out there as well. Yeah, fuck yeah. So uh, yeah, it should be happening. You, me, Blackwell, and Rowdy on a road trip. Jesus fucking Christ. Good times. Um, Occupied Duckburg, aka Mup. I'll give him a tweet on this one. He said, uh, I should call the NRL off for the Commonwealth Games. Come back for the finals with whatever the top eight is now. <laughs> and if that doesn't tell you what the mindset of a Titans fan yeah, like, that is true. <laughs> in terms of what they think they can uh, sustain, uh, th- yeah, that's it. Previews kicking off. Oh my god, the NRL draws rigged the Dragons with another Thursday night game. Consecutive Thursday night games. <laughs> the Sharks take on the Dragons at Allianz. 6 p.m. Friday death slot. And um, what the. F- what have I got here? Why do I have. I've got my games all fucked up here. No, have you got a team it's list? The Sharks. Here? It is a Shark. Yeah. At Southern Cross Stadium. Okay, why, do I, why have I got that all fucked up? Must have, got, must have got my notes fucked up. Hang on a minute. Give me you got the team list there so I can have a look at it. Certainly do. Because they're on a Thursday, aren't they? They are. They're yeah, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure why that got fucked up. Okay, cool. So, this is a... Uh, this is a uh, yeah, because this one's meant to be... This is at, um, at fucking Reclaim Australia, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know why my notes got fucked up. Anyway, um... So well with this one, I mean, you know, the Sharks had like a, a decent hit out last week. Uh, a tougher, t- a tough road game. You know, one of the tougher ones going up to Cowboys, especially when there was a big fucking, you know, Bukaki, yeah, Jonathan Thurston. You know, yeah. re- celebrating Jonathan Thurston being the first player to ever play three hundred games in yep. the history of rugby league. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Dragons, though, fuck man, this one, this is this is one of this is one of the big games between the two sides. This is a. One of those hateful encounters. Parochial enemies. Yes. You know, little brother, big brother. 
if you want to call them that. And honestly... But technically, Cronulla are the big brother because they've been a club longer than St. George Illawarra. Yeah, but then there's also the, the flow of players from one to the other and that they sort of thing as well. the same amount of Yeah, 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 exactly. They yeah. have. St. George Illawarra and Cronulla have won the same amount of premierships. Correct. So... So I think it's round two. I think I think the Dragons are looking more like the completed article at this early stage of the season. Yes, and certainly if they can back up with the uh, the types of performances, if the, I mean, like I said, I said at the start, uh, you know, last week is that, that like I think Graham's like you know probably fucking cooked, but no fucking way. Not based on last week's evidence. He was in fucking everything <laughs> he was, last week. He's, he was, mate. He was putting him in against the putting him in against yeah. a, a low life piece of shit. Yeah, you know. exactly. Which shouldn't really fucking surprise us, because yeah. somehow fucking Jason Nightingale's still scoring tries. Yeah, yeah, and not just and not like the the Darius Boyd variety of fucking catch yeah. and put it down in the corner try. You know, in Origin, yeah. it's like he has to do stuff sometimes, and like you know maybe he needs to fucking break dance on his head. Yeah. Like there, there were cunts on the in memoriam section at the game <laughs> that Nightingale was like, "Yeah, I played with him." Yeah, <laughs> it's like fucking hell. Yeah, I remember when he made his debut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was a good lad. Um, but look, just based on what I saw last week, I, I think I'm gonna have to tip the Dragons here. Same, and I mean, unfortunately, you know, we, you know, we may have kiss of kiss of death you, but you know. Still a kiss. Take what you can get. Choosy fucks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, look, I'm 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 going to have to go with the dragons. Mm. Okay. Um, the death slot on Friday uh, is the Roosters taking on the doggies. Ugh. And uh, who the fuck cares? Because I'll still be coming back from work. So this game basically doesn't exist for me. <laughs> for for me, predominantly working <laughs> working from home. I love the daylight saving five o'clock afternoon yeah. because I, I, it actually means I, I can actually knock off early. <laughs> and I can go and, and I can go and grab some beers. And I, don't do, I don't have to drive home anywhere. I don't have to drive to anywhere. And uh, it's actually more of a hassle when it's like a game that I, you know that I want to go and see at Suncorp. Yeah, like, that's you know, yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna gonna go, get oh, in. Fuck, I'm gonna get in there uh, against traffic. But um, look, this is a tough. This is. Uh, uh, I'll probably say this every game, but I'll find this one, based on the last round, a tough one to pick. Because the Roosters, they certainly weren't poor, but they were very disjointed and clearly yeah, not, not the not nearly the completed article yeah. in terms of combinations and so on. Yeah. Uh, the Doggies, I feel like they're probably closer to... They were, they were closer to what, they, what they're meant to become. Yep. Um, I, I think this is where Kronk proves his worth. Yeah, the roosters to me last week looked like. Do you remember when when Pierce was rubbed out for dog fucking, and they just looked like they weren't in it to have a go. Yeah, the, yeah, I'm know, not sure if it's that rounds. Yeah, it's it, it was almost that apathy. By the time they were partway through the game, it was almost the ah oh, well okay here we are and yeah and this is it. I'm I'm not sure that there's a lot of spine in the roosters. Yeah. So th- this will be a big test for them. Um, I'm tipping. Oh no! It's a, oh, the fucking home crowd doesn't matter because they've got no fucking fans to go to games. And then it's and it's at six o'clock. It's, so it's like, yeah. Even though even though you can walk there from Central, very easily. Yeah. 
mean, it's pretty much the one home game where you go, well, you know, actually, yeah, yeah. it's look, not too far from... Look, I'm going to tip the Roosters. I'm inclined to tip them as well, and it's based it's, and it's, it's based on the belief that I do think that they should be one of the favourites for the competition this year, provide everything clicks, and if that is the case, then they'll need to be yeah. start demonstrating that at some like point. They, they were one or two drop balls away from winning that game last weekend. Just, yeah, it was like that one tackle out wide. I mean, yeah. that, that trial was, what, three minutes to go or something? Yeah, Two so. minutes to go, so... Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, so next one, we have the uh, typical Friday night encounter with the Brisbane Broncos playing somebody. In this case, it's the North Queensland Cowboys. Getting the big, uh, getting another big uh, derby done early. Yep. And, uh, wow, the Broncos need, <laughs> need to show us something. And I am not sure if the occasion will be enough... To unfuck everything <laughs> that needs to be unfucked this early on in the season, yeah. Because the Cowboys had ba- they barely missed a step. Yeah, they, yeah. Mean, they-, they were playing a game. They were playing a milestone game against a, a side that, at least over the last couple of years, has been a contender. A, you know, a contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Cowboys look to have a fairly typical round one game for mm-hmm. a team that's come back into a tough sport. Yep. From the off season. Um. Brisbane do tend to grow another leg at Suncorp. Mm-hmm. You know, they get a, a very good crowd there and they're going to be a passionate crowd. Yep. You know, the Broncos had troubles against St. George's forward pack. And and, and they're not Hess and fucking Scott and Teddy all, yeah. contract man. Yeah, tell yeah. Um Yeah, this is going to be a, a very, very interesting game. The other thing I read today was that... Uh, Apparently, Uncle Wayne has been openly throwing bollocksing, the, throwing the curse words at the halves. Yeah, so and, uh, and particularly Milford, I believe. So th- th- it'll be interesting to see whether that brings him out and snaps him out of what he was doing, or whether he pulls some little fucking millennial temper tantrum that he's never allowed to feel uncomfortable and no one's ever allowed to say nasty things to get him. homesick for his halo somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, I can't remember who tweeted it. But, uh, I, was, I was chatting to someone like through, you know after Thursday night, obviously, and I was saying like, "What you know? What the Broncos should be fucking killer? What did they do to that to that little fucking halfback? That little so that little fullback from Canberra, which is untouchable, fucking yeah. superstar, fucking yeah. fast, like, like <laughs> it. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, especially with a club with such a successful history of moving, you know, fullbacks to. Six. Yep. Now they got fucking hamstrings buoyed. Yep. Running there, so um, I'm tipping the Cowboys in this one. Yep. Same. They'd want to. Boyd would want to be 100. I mean, you can't go through all season like yeah. Take some. Take two weeks off if you have to. Yeah. You can't keep fucking hobbling around out there because yeah. because he was shit last week. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think team teams have started to pick him. Yeah. The fact that he's up in the defensive line a lot of the time to give Brisbane an extra man. Yep. It it's now become a weakness for them. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Saturday's games. First one is the Warriors taking on the Titans in New Zealand, Mount Smart Stadium. Oh, what a fucking Sergei Scripple of a game. Well, look, I, I hate to I hate to have belief in any of these teams at any <laughs> stage of the season. However, I'm going to go with the Warriors at this time. Uh, I mean, they're not the most amazing home, home ground advantage team ever. But the Titans aren't, aren't the best away team ever either, and I think like the Warriors were so impressive 
And the Titans leaked a lot of points. And the Titans leaked a lot of points. And the Titans will leak... Like, if you think those Canberra tries looked easy... Yeah. The, I mean, the Warriors are going to be throwing that shit on all you know yeah. all game long. Yeah. And, and while I don't think the Warriors are near the completed article yet, and I'm really, really reluctant to put any faith in them whatsoever... Yep. And certainly in the in a last man standing competition, I would be they would be my pick for the round. No, but I expect them to come away with the win. Yes, I'm trying to look, check the changes. Okay, so there's there the 21 man squad. There's the same, and uh, yeah, and Titans are more or less the same as well. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the Panthers taking on the Rabbitohs out there at Panthers, and uh, this is on the Saturday afternoon. Uh, what do we got? Just really, just some shuffling around as far as starting and be- starting the interchange, right? And, um, and who the fuck knows what'll happen? Yeah, on exactly, the day. Exactly, exactly. What's happening with the round? Uh, okay, and then we've obviously got the. Uh, oh no, there we go. It's the knee injury for Reynolds. You're saying his face, wasn't it? So yeah, it's, 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 it is a fucking stand. So he's a biscuit. I thought it fuck. was his face. There. Oh, there you go. I saw he's a he's a fucking biscuit. Then fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a liability. It is. <laughs> he's, he's the fucking millennial Jared Mullen. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, danger game for pennies. If you remember last year, the, the Rabbitohs were the ones that thumped the fuck out of us and put us to the sword, put a big score on us. That was later in the season. Like Which snapped us out of our yeah. losing streak, yeah. pretty much, and, and really got us on the road to redemption. That was but, the one uh, where, yeah, where they like actually like slapped your face and, and yeah, called you little bitches and stuff. And, they wiped and, their dick and, on the curtain yeah, when they left. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you actually folded rather than said, you yeah, know, no, not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, these guys are going to be physical. They're big, they're tough, gumby as fuck, but they're going to bring a, a fair bit of basher mentality because that's yeah. what got them through last time. But I don't think the Rabbits this year um, are going to be that... The Rabbits, that la- the, at that stage, they weren't threatening either. Yeah, that's true. They're just big cunts, but... Um, talk, it, talk it down all you like. I, st- I would still be uh, picking you guys. But for the same reason I picked the Warriors against the Rabbits last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, a, a fleet-footed team like Penrith, you know, Cleary will take advantage of some tired men in the middle and away we go. Undefeated season of destiny continues. Storm take on the Tigers down there at the Korean Housewife. Different story for the West Tigers this week. I mean, we did look at their first five games and they were all, uh, you know, potential losses. They managed to jag the first one with this not being quite quite ready for it. Uh, the Storm, however, proved last week that they're uh, they're fairly ready for it, and they're in Melbourne. And <sighs> you've had those dreams. It's a, miles, it's a milestone game too. It's, it's Billy's back. It's game three hundred. Yeah, fuck. So that that puts Munster back to five eighth. Do you ever have those dreams when you were a kid and you dreamt that it was like the perfect Christmas and you got every single fucking toy that you <laughs> wanted that year, and it was great. And you could feel you were playing with yeah. them. And you were this. You were this. And then you, you woke up, you realised it was like fucking March. <laughs> this is Tigers fans, this week. <laughs> <laughs> the, the basking in the afterglow of winning the grand final. It's <laughs> a oh. world club challenge. <laughs> yeah. And so. uh, I'm son, son forged. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tigers fans. I don't want it to be this way. But I feel like there may be a slight come down. All, all, I, I hope, I hope that they can compete and and push the storm all the way. Yeah. If they can beat them, even better. Be fantastic. But it's the, a milestone game. Everything's looking 
Melbourne. Yeah, the the last time the Tigers beat the Storm was in two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, then and there was that at Leichhardt. I remember that game. I think I don't fucking know. Tedesco scored. Nofaluma scored. Pat Richards was fucking kicking them from everywhere. So and uh, no, Nofaluma not even in twenty one. Yes. So his uh, his first game career is over. I would almost agree with that conclusively. <laughs> Unless he gets a release to go and play for somewhere else. Yeah. Poor fucker, though. He was in, in the midst of all of that big four, we're not sure what we want to do. He was the first one there going, I'll sign, I'll sign, I'll, I'll sign. sign. I'm loyal as shit. <laughs> oh, fucking learn how to tackle, cunt. And Cleary comes in. <laughs> Loyalty does not exist in his bus, does it? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Parramatta Eels of Brookie. Sunday afternoon, match of the round. And uh, thank God, one of the things I didn't mention is uh, Brad Parker comes into the, into the centre, uh, replacing Matt Wright. Um, Matt Wright, he was solid and he fucking had to... And, and he had to carry some weight over on the wing there after George got injured yeah. you know, in the season. And he, he did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, he took up some of the goal kicking and everything. He, d- he did a, a decent job under the circumstances. But holy fuck, like, it was very noticeable uh, last week that whenever Cherry Evans or anyone went went right, and they kind of died with right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and the Uate Parte didn't really have the opportunity to do anything because it died. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one man inside yeah. so hopefully um, Parker can uh, do something about redressing that imbalance and giving some ball to the Uate Parte um, also the uh, <laughs> I'll tell you who you don't want giving any ball to the Uate Parte who's that is either of Parramatta's kickers <laughs> because if anything's high up in the air you're fucked <laughs> he's, he's alright he's alright he drops some he catches some <laughs> you know. Keeps, it, keeps, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Keeps, let you know you're alive. <laughs> I mean, I just hope they don't kick the ball too high in the air because I can only hold my breath for so long. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Winter, Winterstein and Brown, who uh, I believe were, were playing uh, Monopoly on the sidelines and didn't actually get a game, uh, they are not in the 17 this week with uh, Jackson Hastings and Lloyd Perrett but I'm, I'm very happy with uh, both of those inclusions I'm a big fan of Hastings and I was I didn't understand what what he did last year he, he performed well in all his first grade games I didn't know what he did to not get a sniff about after about the halfway point of the season Yeah. Um, so it's good to see him back hopefully get some time uh, also he's just a great player to carry on the bench because if there's, you know, a centre goes down or a half... or Coverage you know, is important he can, co- days, he can cover a lot coverage of... Coverage is important. He may be one of the best, you know, coverage guys in the team as far yeah. as being able to actually play well at multiple positions yeah. as well. Um, now, where are we? The Eels. Pretty much as per... As, as per, per last weekend. Week, yeah. So, uh, look, you know, the Eels are going to be disappointed in the way they fell off and uh, against the, the old enemy... I'm sure they're going to want to uh, dig in for longer than, uh, you know, 35 minutes. Here's the thing. You, you, know, you guys rolled through the nights pretty fucking simply yep. last week. But then if you look at it on paper, you're coming up against a back line. That's Hayne, Jennings, Hoffman, Bevan French. Like, th- th- these aren't fucking horrible players. No. Parramatta should have far more points in them. Um, they should. 
Yeah, it's a tough one. I'm going para, just because Manly are all cunts. I'm going Manly at home, because para are all cunts. And the people that support them. All cunts. Okay. Who deserve the worst that life has to offer. As in playing at a fucking hoard-out named ground like Lotto Land. I'll tell you what. Because you can't afford to name your own fucking stadium after your own team. Mate, it's not our stadium to name, mate. It's owned by the council. Fuck. (laughs) So Hayden will feel right at home there. (laughs) Well, this is is one that he doesn't own. This is is where he gets owned. Um, And finally, rounding out the the round of matches, uh, the Raiders take on the Knights. On not on not Monday night football, I still miss night Monday night football. It was a very fucking convenient night to watch games, not to attend them, but to watch them on Correct. television. Yes. Very convenient. Yes. Um, this one's down in Canberra, and of course we're way too early in the season for to worry about Canberra and Canberra. Correct. In terms of environmental fucking <laughs> concerns, um, the Knights would be buoyant, the Raiders would be pissed off and reamed. Yeah. And I just feel that. I think with the trouble they had containing Manly's forwards, yeah. times that by Papali. Yeah. Or and Paulo. No, Paulo, he's a nice fat wrecking yeah. ball too. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, oh, so they finish it off though. The yeah. Knights have not got a good draw for them, you know, I think over the next six or seven rounds. Yeah. So it's very critical that they take, like a game like this, I think of, of any team's like Canberra are vulnerable to another, you know, up performance from the Knights. Correct. And so it's games like this they're going to have to take because, you know, they can they can celebrate and they can love Pierce all they like for a golden point extra time win. Yeah. If they lose the next six or seven games, then they're back at square one. Yeah. Or look, worse. And you know what? Look, you, you look at Newcastle and you've got you know, people like Lamb coming off the bench who can add mm-hmm. a bit of spark. Yep. Um, hopefully Ponga gets a bit of early ball with some tied forwards. Yep. Yeah, Newcastle are a chance here. He needs to, I mean, Ponga, he, he needs to slot in and, like, you know, do some, you know, dummy half stuff at, you know, at, at the end of halves and things like that. I mean, yeah. like, get, find himself more involved. Yeah. Because I, I just felt like, like he looked good at times in, the, in that Manly game, but, like... He, it, he didn't really feel like he got the ball much at all, though, either. Yeah, that's So true. they've got to figure out how they're going yeah. to get him involved. Yeah. And, uh, at the right times. Yeah. It, it's no good sending that spindly little cunt just straight yeah. out for a hit-up. Well, yeah, we're not, you know, I'm, I'm not saying take it one out off the <laughs> first tackle in the set. Like, <laughs> believe, Caleb. Just believe. <laughs> believe through him. You're so, you're so fast. <laughs> yeah, um... But uh, at you, it's impossible to believe you weigh what you actually do. I just, I just feel like the, the circumstances of Canberra blowing the lead, regaining it yeah. in a very Canberra-like way, and then blowing it again right, yeah. you know, right at the last minute of the game, last two minutes of the game. I just feel like that's going to hurt. And uh, I don't want to read too much in round one. Yeah, but I just Blake, want to do like the Austin way that people react to round... Blake Austiny. He hasn't been Blake Austiny ever since. Uh, you know, BJ blew up at him. Yeah, that's you know, true. They had the big thing. That is and, true. Yeah. So yeah, he's a guy you you know don't know. I don't know, but man, it's a, it's a long way since he was yeah you know, he first surfaced at Canberra, and yeah. uh, you know everyone was loving him. 
I mean, he's a huge favourite of us, you know, the way he was playing as well, but is you know, just dropped off a lot. Mm. Hey, Sam Williams, though. He did some stuff. <laughs> Who knew he could play? <laughs> I thought he was forever going to be their guy that was, like, signed to them, but always played for feeders. <laughs> but, yeah, he fucking showed me. Oh, God. <laughs> Mailbag here, Twitter. We've got a, a long message um, directed mostly at you from uh, our buddy, uh, the fancy uh, NRL CEO. So I'm not sure if anyone's picked up on it, but since Jay became a Titans member, there have been a number of changes at the club. One, Panthers reserve grade coach Garth Brennan signed on. Two, Mitch Rain gets fed up playing reserve grade and heads north. Three, Leilani Latu moves up from Penrith to the Gold Coast. Four, Bryce Cartwright flips right before the season starts. Five, Tyrone Peachy agrees to a big money three-year deal with the Titans in 2019. Six, his old mate Michael Gordon took the long route from Penrith to Cronulla to Parramatta to Sydney City to the Gold Coast. So my question is, when will Jay switch clubs to the Gold Coast Panthers? Now, you started that with, I'm not sure if anyone's picked up on this. Well, fucking Forrest Gump. Lots of people have picked up on that. Because every one of those fucking things you've said have been in the newspapers or on this thing called the internet where people can read about things that interest them, very often organised into convenient sections of similar content. So fucking everyone knew about it. The fuck are you going on about? I think it's like if people have, um, you know, pieced together that it's actually, you know, you're doing... And no, I'll put it out there. And a result of you becoming a member at Titans. We started a GoFundMe to buy the Titans. We raised $9. <laughs> which which finished us in second place. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the car bitch? What's it? The, the what? The fucking family done the car Yeah, I know, I know you're talking about. I don't know. I don't remember the name. Okay. I don't give a fuck about yeah. Gold Coast car dealers. <laughs> Oh, I can barely remember my own. Why are you putting this on me? Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking wasted opportunity if they're not having Conrad Hunter advertise their cars. <laughs> yes. Um, Particularly like, like rooms, you know, <laughs> how spacious they are. Yeah, that's it. For activities. So, yes, you're a fucking idiot, NRL CEO. <laughs> well. Peter Beattie. <laughs> Cockhead. Jeez. Fucking Queensland Premier. Totally glenning him. Occupy Duckburg. So who's in the running for this week in League Gronk of the Year 2018? I just saved a winning tweet to drafts, but I don't want it. Selling it to the highest bidder. Oh, fucking NRL CEO's got it at this stage. <laughs> MKH Comic. Uh, refreshes podcast, sees this week in League, grabs the lube and car keys, leaves wife. <laughs> uh, uh, Christy Davis 02. Uh, when you can't sleep after night shift, but you listen to these blokes, oh my God, haven't stopped laughing, loving it. Uh, hashtag new listener. Kept my word, said I'd be on board this season. Welcome, Christy. Welcome aboard. Uh, Stuart Marler. And can fucking banter with the best of them. Yes. A, a couple of degenerates tried to get in there. A new... Um, did a, not back down. A new... Uh, a new... Uh, uh, a new uh, woman of the year or, you know... New contender. 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 That's for, it. Uh, first lady of Twitter. For, for the first lady, yeah. Mm. Uh, Stuart Marler. 
Shout out for the newest member of Tool Nation, Little Owen. Definitely back, not a forward. Congratulations, sir. And Stuart is uh, staunch as fuck in terms of Tool Nation and, uh, and membership and turning up to um, yeah, and stuff too. Yeah. So congratulations, sir, on your arrival. Well done. Um, where are we here? Oh, the old uh, warrior suck balls. He's uh, I underscore am underscore a underscore warrior with one R, not two. So yes, you are. <laughs> if you Gronks talk about some losing team more than the Warriors, I'm not going to pay my 2017 membership. How come Carney has to jump through hoops for being a twat? But it's my dream to fuck a virgin, Hayne, allegedly raped a girl in the US and gets a freebie. Well, it's because allegedly, I mean, it's still going through the system, isn't it? I think it's pretty yeah. much it's something that's been dropped by the, the the criminal system over there, isn't it? And she's pursuing a a civil thing, right? Or um, I haven't had the people that I trust with that sort of information come back to me yet, so... Yeah. I will. Um, and Carney, let's not talk about him. I mean, Yeah, what's more concerning is you're fucking hard on for Carney there. It's like you... Once again, just to be perfectly clear, the reason Carney is not playing at the moment is not because someone took a photo where he may or may not have been pissing into his mouth, whether it was a prank or whatever. Yeah. That's not the reason... No, it's... The reason is because he had a photo taken of him pissing in his mouth after he'd done like a DUI thing, after he'd been on the piss, um, I think, uh, fucking getting chased by the cops, and then he had another DUI, and then he, he set his dude on fire. He pissed on a casino table. Yeah. He, yeah. It was just, it's just, it was just the, the last thing in a string of about seven offences and, you know, incidents yeah. that he had over his career. Like, when my wife eventually leaves me, it'll be because I've left a fork on the bench. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make her a bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, at Rob sold out. How many more years will we be perse- persecuted with Wolf Mother, Joker, and the Thief during NRL games? When will we be free? Will we be free from the tyranny? <laughs> One of the greatest YouTube videos in the world is that guy from Faith No More, and he's at a festival and he's being interviewed. And Wolf Mother come on in the background. Yeah. And he stops the interview just and like asks. 20 passes by if he's crazy or their shit <laughs> I've not seen that I'm going to have to look it up it's great fantastic okay the question of the week this week we're saying of the winners from the round one matches who's the real deal mm. and uh, we had many many responses uh, George Cronita said uh, as a passionate bunny supporter to see them get overrun by quality Warriors outfit I've got to say if the Warriors can keep this up and take advantage of the schedule around Origin they might just finally get to where we all thought they should have been years ago eighth let me tell you one thing <laughs> I've noticed about the show this year as opposed to last year is the impact that 280 characters is making on the length of tweets <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Run out of breath sometimes. <laughs> uh, ben R forty seven underscore. Yeah, he's he's nominated Channel Nine because Blocker Roach is making ears bleed all across the world. That's oh, not it. that's not a, a blocker. He is fucking getting. He's so bad. He's getting worse. Yeah. He's worse than Rabs, and Rabs has got all his fucking dementia and shit. Yeah, but on. he's like a, he's like a drunk uncle. But he's. He's got these fucking sayings for things that aren't sayings as well. Oh, he he gave Brandy Alexander a fucking virtual handjob on the weekend, so I'm okay with him this week. <laughs> I can't I can't think of an example, but this weekend, if I'm some a- fucking dumb cunt referred to him as one of the best Penrith halves ever, and Blocker stood up about you know 
How about one of the best ever? So he yeah. he gets a week's re- week's reprieve in my books. Oh, he never he never interjects anything insightful. It's always just like a oh how about <laughs> <laughs> like some drunken guy that's you know rigged the yeah, rescue control of the microphone from one of the real guys. Um, but I mean, look, but yeah, I will say this: if someone like Ben in Atlanta knows who Blocker Roach is. You know, he's doing something. That is true. Hammers, H4MMERZ. Real deal? The Cowboys. Better than predicted? The Titans. Honourable mention to Tigers and Knights. Once again, struggling with the concept of one answer to a question. Fucking hell. <laughs> Leroy Brown, 1978. Sure precision isn't part of the profession you have, sir. <laughs> Leroy Brown, 1978. The Melbourne Storm, just give them the trophy already. The Bulldogs didn't look bad at all. I tipped them for the spoon. They gave me a fright. Mm. Hot Dogs of War I'm not a Warriors fan but the Warriors looked the real deal to me Sean Johnson played like he was covered in spiders and Isaac Luke played like it was a contract year they also looked fit for the first time I can remember good points all of them underscore JDHD too early to tell except for Melbourne because well you know uh, Wally Frogmore Ben Hunt FC uh, Stoic Bunny what the fuck does that mean it's a fucking cunt fucking dragon yeah yeah football club you know like a soccer thing oh fucking hell okay <laughs> stoic bunny none have shown that much if after round one of this week's winner shows consistency maybe remember the saints last year oh we do mm-hmm. uh christy davis zero two so us mexicans down here that everyone hates purple pride Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> mr Barjas, the knights we won the game, then had four players get into trouble for playing up. Now the club has given it the boys will be boys treatment. That's exactly how the big clubs do it. Just give us a trophy now. <laughs> uh, Saint underscore Lando. The purple cheats 100%, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Brandon Vaudre. The Warriors. I'll put everything I own on them. They've won the first game and had a good preseason. They'll never, ever choke again. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Rusty Hardup, the Fox Sports commentary team. Blocker is reaching for greatness. And again with Blocker. And, uh, and then Brandon Vaudrey again. Is. Also, the team at Ashley and Martin. I'll tell you. The fucking... The hair... <laughs> Darren Lockyer's hair is getting such a... Oh, every radio show I've been listening to while you're driving around, they're always talking about Darren Lockyer's hair as well. Is it like... He thinks that no one else knows what going bald looks like. I don't... I, well, the thing is, like, it's never going to be an issue for me personally. But if it was, I you'd start implementing the preventative measures or the replacement measures, whatever the fuck it is. You'd start doing that as you go so people don't see the decline and then all of a sudden it's just fucking spread like it's a desert and then all of a sudden it's sprouted again to a forest that's it like that that's that to me would be the seamless strategy to employ yeah like it might thin a bit but then it's kind of you know but it's not gone but he's he's like thinned gone bald conceded defeat shaved his whole head and now he's come back like oh surprise (laughs) (laughs) who knows yeah um, Devonhead, the Red V bitches. He didn't put a comma in there, so I assume he's. I don't know why he considers the dragons to be bitches. Yeah, but, you know, 
That's, yeah, that's a way to get blocked by your, your digi, mate. Because that is true. I hear they've just done an amnesty, you know, trying to unblock people for the start of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. I should see if I'm unblocked. <laughs> I, I'll request it. If, <laughs> I think you got to request it or have people request it, but um, I don't think they've just gone through and just gone unblock, unblock, unblock on everybody. Because <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were renowned blockers. Uh, cavernous hope has to be the Knights boys finally have a spine that can and will play together hard to be 100% certain though when they only had to beat Manly real test this week against the Raiders that, that's fo- a fucking Tiger-esque level of uh, week that's, one confidence that's just like I think when you've been beaten up that badly for so long you just go in there because no one's going to remember when you were talking shit no because it's going to be forgotten after four losses in a row exactly. or something, you know what I mean? So you got there's exactly. no, it's a no-lose scenario, yeah. Uh, Rugby for All underscore JP said, uh, Warriors, if they win the next two games, might be in the top four. Origin period game should be heaps easier this year. The fuck it, so the Warriors are... They're, ta- they're, 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 they're signing on after one win. They never okay. learn. Okay, he said that he, he said he said that they, he said he truly loved them and he'd never hit them again. <laughs> he, he means it this time. He's changed. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy Sarsi. Oh. I don't want to jinx them, but the Dragons look pretty slick in that second half. It's a long season, though, and we saw what happened last year. True. At least the Dragons fans are kind of like... Yeah, they're pragmatic and realistic. Yeah. They, 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 they don't have short memories like these Warriors fans. They're fucking like three months of fucking goldfish. <laughs> Dragons fans are like, we're looking good, but yeah, last year. <laughs> Freak 09, Titans. The Hain Plains left Cool and Gatter, and with a new coach, they're really going to put in for both their fans this year. <laughs> <laughs> and Bethany B underscore, underscore B underscore 97. The Dragons. Whittup and Hunt looked slick, and Dufty can actually pass. And that reminds me as well, the old Egg Council Creeper, engaged. Sends yes. a message. So, congratulations to you, commiserations to her. Can you imagine signing on for that for the rest of your life? Like willingly, like not under duress. Well, because this cunt's got access to firearms now. That's true, and the and the full apparatus of the yeah of the Royal Australian Air Force. That's it. So just tweet, I'm not okay, to the show. <laughs> yeah. If you need rescuing. <laughs> uh, Twill tourist. We had a tweet from Mick the Perm, uh, one of the one of the big contenders. Um, so you're looking forward to another fruitful Twill Tourist season. Hitting Rome this weekend, Edinburgh next, then uh, Croatia, Montenegro, Bosnia and Russia for the World Cup on the agenda. Is Montenegro a separate place to Serbia and Montenegro? Or do they just go in Eurovision together? Because that's the only time I've heard. I don't know. I mean, it's very, it's very you know, politically, you know, they were all Yugoslavian and they all started... Putting the killing on each other. And uh, okay, one of those factors. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't know where they stand. Perhaps Perm can go and ask them. It's like Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> do you do things separately. You're that annoying couple that it's always together. <laughs> Fuck. Normie H93. Um, he sent us a photograph on uh, Lifu Island, just off New Caledonia, on a cruise. Weather was that shit. It was the only stop. Uh, we got Cattledog Blue sent us a photograph from the um, amazing stadium over there in Perth. Said, uh, I got excited when you mentioned a doubleheader meet-up on the podcast, so we had our own personal... Sorry, our own 10-person meet-up in Perth. Yeah, good on you. So, and that's... that's Look, that's probably that's all our listeners. Great. That's all our listeners in Perth. So, I mean, congratulations on yeah, finding them. that's 100%. Uh, well done. And, um, you know, feel free to send us any impressions you had of uh, being in the stadium, especially... I'm, I'm always interested in things like, you know, the... 
the the cost of food there and the and the different you know types of the array of food they had on option. Yeah, on like, offer. you know, if you took your family there, yeah, do you? Does it fuck you for doing anything social for the next month? Did you or? get changed from two hundred dollars? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you see, there's something we we didn't talk about. We mentioned it last year though, when it was uh, coming in, and they were saying that um that the owner of the Falcons, you know, because he built the uh, in the NFL, he he built the Mercedes Benz Stadium that yep. that, that, that was housing them in the Atlanta United soccer to- uh, soccer side, yeah. and he like mandated that like you know. There's th- these food these food vendors were in here and they were going to supply stuff and the cost the price point yep. for the stuff was going to be cheap. Yep. And then I, I started seeing tweets coming from people at the games and coming from like social media people for the Falcons saying this is all the shit we got for like twenty bucks and it's like hot dogs and fucking you know three hot dogs and these drinks like there's tons of stuff. And then they've done the they've done the the sums at the end of the season and said that the the spend on on food and beverage at the stadium. Yeah, they made more money. Had gone up thirty percent. Yeah. yeah, had gone up thirty yeah, percent on what yeah. So so they they everyone got shit for way cheaper and they had like these things like, you know, like refill, you know, like, you know, bottomless drinks or whatever, you go and refill your drinks and all that yeah. sort of shit. And um yeah, and then they made a lot more money. So um Yeah. Maybe think about something like that. I don't know. Uh memberships we mentioned last week. I'm thinking there's been some requests though for maybe a revisit on the old ref's fault. Up really? On the ref's fault scarf. So, you know, we could probably do the cap and the scarf. Okay. I've just got to get the ducks in a row and I'll just get some quotes in and stuff, but that could be... We'll get it sorted. That could be the combination for uh-huh. this year. And if so... Okay. I think it'd be a pretty good one. Nice one. Uh, also, I've, I've been fucking around with the sticker, and you know, like the, the bumper sticker and things like that. So, that's pretty much sorted. Um... I'll start sending that shit off to you too, but I need to find out just to get the quotes back on the hats and the and the scarves, because one thing when we did the rest fault scarf the first time, um, because priced in US dollars, it was really good back then. Not so now, good now. Now not as good. Yeah. Um, so, but it should still be okay. But um, yeah, we'll get those go- up going. What probably yeah, well, I said two weeks. So probably about another week. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's last it. man standing. Last man standing, yeah. All the emails are out, so check your inbox. Yep. All the bank details are there to pay you money. Yep. Except if you use fucking Hotmail or Live. So first of all, Same congr- thing, yeah. congratulations on not changing your email address since you were fucking 14 years, years old, you know. <laughs> but um, I've organised another email address for the email to come to you yep. from. Yep. Uh, and I think we'll cut that off Thursday. So, if uh, you haven't paid your entry fee by Friday, you're fucked. Wait for the next wave. That's it. Because if the fucking results are anything like this weekend, it might be over You'd in You'll be over weekend. in three weeks. So, um, yeah. So, everyone should have an email with your payment instructions on there. Yep. If you got Hotmail, it'll come to you in the next little while. We'll cut it off, you know. Thursday. Thursday for your predictions. Yep. And give you Thursday to pay, which means if the money's not in there by Friday, you're uh, punted. Cool. All right. And, uh, yeah, I might as well wrap it up, hey? That's full time for episode 278. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League, especially if you want to see random videos of car crashes that uh, degenerate into... Kevin Proctor. <laughs> Kevin Proctor. Um, Kevin, Facebook. Kevin Proctor's degenerating into something else, I guess. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> isn't it funny though? With like you know an apparent an apparent fisting, 
and then, you know, performed by a guy called Proctor. I mean, it just like... Writes itself. It really does. Cheap and gold. It really does. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Smash the like button, share our stuff. Um, and I see you guys like uh, Brett Vidler and, and, and co who share like every fucking week since, you know, for years now. So mm. thank you very much, guys. Uh, iTunes. One of the best ways to support the show, uh, go to the podcast section, go to sports and recreation, check out what's hot. You'll see us there. We've been permanently in the second position on what's hot for like last couple of years. Easiest way to find the show. Uh, click in there, give us a rating, leave us a review. And, um, Don't put fucking X factors in your reviews, you cunts. You have your brief. Fuck off. <laughs> go, Don't. Go forth. <laughs> no, go forth and conquer. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a chance to check for any reviews this week, so I have to leave them for next week. Um, tipping. Because of the, the absolute cluster of, of, of results, we've pretty much got a 100% new top 10 this season than we had last season. I mean, surely, yeah, these things will, you know, months and months, It'll this, this, this will yeah. all normalise. But for now, congratulations, Mitch, who got seven out of eight in the first round. The fuck Oof. you managed that? I mean, that's got to be luck. Who'd you fucking drop? Yeah, Giannis, six. Then we got Matt on six, uh, Coach Rhino on six, Sammy B on six, Snappy Sazi on six, Nightmare on six, Cowboy on six, and uh, what have we got Pele, Crispy, and Melon, all on six. And that's uh, that is an actual cut off top ten as well because there's one point back to eleven. Yeah. So, and so congratulations. I mean, you can see from the names though, there's a lot of knights and dragons. <laughs> so, so these these guys will obviously normalise and. and <laughs> And plummet as the season continues. Uh, Lynn Shields, last year's champion, I said last week that you know she wasn't even going to finish in the top 10. Uh, she's not in the top 10 this week, so who's laughing now? Although she did send a tweet, she said, finish outside the top 10, challenge accepted, bitch. Well, I mean, it's not a challenge to finish outside the top 10. I mean, <laughs> aim higher. Aim, you need to repeat, because I think if you could repeat, that would be a fucking Typ- monumental... Typical manly, finishing top 10 is like crossing a bridge. She won't do it. And uh, Supercoach, last man standing, you've done, you've mentioned already, Supercoach. Um, this week we have uh, Tohu Tofu as number one, followed by uh, James Gavitt's haircut, <laughs> Bought Not Bread, Risby's Renegades, there's a name I recall, um, Coffs Harbour Testimonial, The Kirkinators, <laughs> Lazy's Panthers, <laughs> Guys Gimps. Ligers in decline and the top end blues. So uh, as with as with the tipping competition, I expect to see some of those ones even out and normalise over the course of the season. But uh, congratulations everybody for Fuck. being in their respective top tens already. Get into it, Larzy. And uh, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Nice. Look at that. Two hour show again. Go the pennies. Go Manly. Smash the old enemy. Because nobody, nobody likes Parramatta. I mean, you might talk about us whoring out the naming rights for our stadium, but at least we fucking got one. Parramatta have got a fucking hole in the ground at the moment. So, uh, go manly. Typical. Kick them while they're down. Fucking Fucking nice. Fucking give them the old American History X on the... (laughs) (laughs) On the gutter while they're down. On that note. See you next week. Later. (laughs)